Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Overthinker Society, a podcast where this random ass girl from South Korea just happens to just like make music and <laughs> have been able to fortunately turn doing music into a career and decides to do a little podcast where she just rambles on about some of the traumas of her life <laughs> to to just aid in her journey of living as a chronic overthinker in this crazy ass chaotic world. Welcome! This is a good time. This is a good chill time and just sit back, relax, and enjoy some gal rambling about some of the shit going on in my life. Let me just um, close the door because closing the door is might be a little bit crucial for today's episode uh, because today's episode is about <laughs> the person who is... Was asleep right now in the other room. Uh, my mom. She's currently asleep, and I, you know, it's very not likely that she's gonna wake up from me mumbling into my phone. But just, just, just to make sure. Also, she doesn't speak English, so it's just like <laughs> that's just like a double safety, <laughs> just a double safety. It's not like I'm gonna talk shit about her or anything. I love her. I love my mom. But <laughs> it is. Uh, it is. This episode is gonna be about. My biological ma- mom, mama, m- m- mother, mommy. <laughs> Before I further dive into what I'm about to talk about today, I-, I feel like this is something as like kind of like a precautional measure of like measure of precaution just to just to kind of talk tell myself as like a little meditational mantra this is this is purely just for me just to just just to remind myself not to lose control not to just turn into some have like some sort of manic episode and end up going into some toxic thought chain uh while i cover the topic i'm about to i'm about to cover and the mantra for myself is Sue, nothing really matters. Nothing really matters. This is just life. Just another human being. Your mom is just another human being. Your sister, your dad. Everybody is just a human being and nothing really matters. This is just one life. Just one, just another human being trying to like figure out how... (laughs) humans work and how we can interact in a in a better way but it it really doesn't matter it's okay not to figure it out it's okay don't you don't have to have any answers there is no answer and the purpose of this recording is not to figure something out not to solve anything but to just document that this is kind this is just another dynamic of a relationship between you and your family members as just another human family that's the mantra you don't need to get sucked into some crazy ass deep 
like, oh my God, it's life is so fucked up. Life feels so serious. Life feels hard. Family life, relationship, family relationships are so hard. My life's a struggle. Oh my God. It's such a pain. I can't handle that. No need to turn into a dramatic, lumpy princess. It's okay. This is just one form of documentation. That's the mantra that I'm telling myself prior to um, going going further into this uh, into this episode. Okay. With that being said. Today, uh, I've got on my mind something that I, I think is very, I feel like, you know, the last episode I thought I was getting real personal and, and, and vulnerable and intimate. Um, this episode, I feel like, I, and I, and I, I really didn't think that it, I could top that, uh, but yep, uh, that's that's not how it works. There's always something new. There's always a new reminder from life that it's it's not an easy feat to live as a human being. Um, and today I want to talk about my mom and um, her her alcoholism. I. I'm very careful not to kind of, okay, well, let me just revise, actually. Today's episode is about my mom and her relationship with alcohol. Well, I feel like relationship isn't even, like, the best option, because it's like, alcohol isn't some fucking human thing. It's not, it's not an animated thing. It's just a thing. It's just a, an object. Today's episode is about my mom and her interaction with alcohol. Yes, that feel that that feels a little closer to the the essence of it. Let's see. Where should we begin? It I don't I mean thinking about it, I I sometimes I just realized, yeah, I don't actually like. If, if you think about it, I, I don't, I don't know if this is any different with other, um, with others and their relationship with their parents, their moms or their dads or, um, their grandparents, whoever they were, um, pro- uh, predominantly like raised by. But I just realized that I. I've only just heard little fragments of my mom and her history uh, as just a human person. Like I've, I've heard little anecdotes, uh, little funny stories that she's experienced, her past relationships, and little um, confessions that she she's told me. In hindsight, that she was, she 
at the time of it happening never really told me because I was too young or we were just not in the best relationship, uh, so on and so forth. So what I'm trying to say is I'm... My perspective of my mom in today's episode is just purely based on my very limited knowledge, even as a daughter, of her and her life. Um, I just realized it's a very limited uh, window of knowledge. She's lived a whole ass life two, three times longer than I have. And I can't even describe my own life so far. So like, let alone fucking 50, 60 years of going through shit. <laughs> so yes, that's this is what it's based on. And I don't... Very careful. I'm, I'm very cautious about how I put my thoughts and my experience with her into words because I care about her and I care about... It's not that she she needs and wants any reputation, but she is my family and she... I rep... I, I am... I'm her daughter and I... She, I take pride in the fact that she's my mom and she's still very well and alive and very, very healthy and... She's, she's a, <laughs> she's great, but, uh, I also just wanted to talk about something that has always been a big kind of issue that I've always had to juggle as a daughter, and I think this is actually the first time I really sat down and decide, decided to open up about this. Um, nobody asked, of course. Nobody really asked, as always. But I don't know. I think there's definitely some sort of this... Well, A, yes, there's like... A, there's this cathartic... Um, cathartic effect that comes from just sitting down and really like letting my thoughts flow out without any without any filtering about this matter uh cuz this isn't something it's ironic how i i'm uncomfortable i've always been uncomfortable talking about this publicly i mean i mean let me start again <laughs> let me start again it's very odd and very ironic how i've always felt really uncomfortable talking about this topic in private with like people like you know, like therapists, mental, mental health professionals, and yet quite feeling liberated and almost at peace about opening up about this very publicly um, on this, on this platform. I don't know what it is to it. Maybe I think I'm just Maybe, I, I I don't know, maybe this is a subconscious kind of uh, 
perspective that I have that, you know, whatever that I put out, it's 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 just going to add to other people probably opening up about their traumas and their their life experiences that are probably some of which are probably far worse and dramatic and uh just devastating than than my own story so maybe just by opening up even opening up about something so heavy and prominent <laughs> like this for me it maybe i just think it's like i just want to know that i'm not the only one experiencing it maybe i just want to feel <laughs> related um by someone who might be like going through something similar or even worse or in in, in any way like uh in the same kind of caliber i as far as i remember my mom has always um uh, my mom has, has always loved drinking like she's always enjoyed it and i don't i can't really like i've met very few people who doesn't enjoy <laughs> drinking i think that's that's kind of like the the basis of this whole thing like where like alcohol is such a such a widely accepted form of of um of a coping mechanism in the entire world and everybody kind of enjoys a good drink every once in a while so i think growing up it, it's never been much of a problem for me to see my mom always kind of having a little can of beer and some fried chicken you know there's nothing wrong with that nothing wrong actually pretty pretty damn sweet you know when you have that good soju or make a uh, uh, a beer with some good ass korean chi uh, fried chicken damn that's some good good shit you know like I, I i don't see any problem with that if you're having a good time um and I think alcohol or any other drugs or toxins that we sometimes turn to um to just cope with life can bring out different different parts of ourselves um, with alcohol, I think, especially brings out that little, it just, it just dramatizes everything, you know, uh, when you, when you felt, if you felt, if you felt like a little bit like crying, if you felt a little moody, um, you drink a little bit and then the tears come out. It just, or if you're angry, you drink, you get angrier, so you shout, or if you're happy and you're celebrating something, you drink, and it just it just makes a celebration that much more fun. Um, so I think it's definitely a double-edged sword that I think it's a tool that we can all kind of use uh, for our own benefit or in any other way. And I think the effect of the substance that it has on us really always changes by um by the things that we were going through and so i think 
I've had a pretty, me and my family have had the majority of my, my, my parents' marriage and while our family was kind of intact as a, as a good four member, dad, mom, two daughters, kind of dynamic. It, it is, it has been a, it has been a good, good life. It has been a good family life. Um, I have always thought it was personally a pretty healthy family life. I mean, obviously, you know, marriage never experienced it myself personally, but I've, 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 I can't imagine it would be very hard to just kind of try to keep up this really intimate and very committed relationship with this one other, you know, your significant other and trying to make that work can be super challenging. And I'm sure there are a lot of things that uh, my parents never really showed openly growing up uh, just just because they're being responsible parents and they don't want their children to see the ugly side of of being an adult. Uh, so yeah, I, I think that's why I never really thought seeing my mom watching TV with with a can of beer or some soju um, and some good good food uh, at night after work is was ever really a problem. I don't think that's a problem, um, even now. I think the problems started arising, though, uh, when our family wasn't a family anymore. Um, I mean, yes, I mean, we're all going to be families forever. I will always be my mom's daughter. I will always be my dad's daughter, but... I mean, unless she decides to, like, disown me as she always threatens me. If she, if I ever get a tattoo, she always, like, threatens me that she's going to disown me because she hates tattoos. <laughs> uh, but but I'm going to get a tattoo at one point. I just, I just know it. <laughs> and I know that she's not going to disown me. I know that. I just know it. <laughs> this is just like a daughter, just like a daughter kind of intuition. I just know that. Um, but ever since my parents got divorced the things have started to change a little bit and I started seeing sides of my mom um, that comes out when she drinks that I never, that I had never seen before. And it, it, I think it, it's definitely gotten better. It's definitely gotten better. Um... But what something something that has started out as like what has started out as is like something like I would see these little ugly moments where my mom would just get a little bit a little bit verbally harsh and um hard to communicate with and um unreasonably stubborn such and such. As soon as, like, my parents decide to, like, go through this really difficult divorce, I thought this was going to be a phase. I thought this would just be, like, obviously my parents are going through a hard time, especially my mom, after, like, my dad had an affair. Like, it's, it's, I, I obviously this is a phase, like, 
it has to be and i understand that like i under, I, i can i can take it i can take my my dear mom just going through a little phase i can't i can tolerate her being a little dramatically emotional and sensitive and it's okay i think i can take that and i want to be there for her um that thought that event that like you know that little determination this little little self uh this little uh what is it called like self assure assurance that this is just going to be a phase was almost like a decade ago that was a decade ago and i am a little bit sad to say that <laughs> the the phase has not ended yet <laughs> that phase is still very much a phase and i i think i'm starting to think that maybe it's not a phase maybe it's a tendency maybe it's maybe it's a really bad habit maybe it's an addiction of a sort um it's been a long time it's been a long time a lot has happened. I mean, it's been a decade. That's it's it's a long time and a lot has happened. Um it it's just the the problematic things that have that I thought were just a little small phase as she's going through because of what she's going through is going to end soon but it seems like um uh seems like it's not it wasn't really the circumstances it was more uh it, the problem lied in her habit of of drinking um and Yeah, it's it's the circumstances have changed. Um my my parents are divorced and things I've grown up and my sister's grown up. Um her my mom's career has changed. Uh, our living situation has changed. Everything has changed so drastically since the la- that that decade ago. Um and yet she still uh has has the same shows the same habits habitual kind of actions when she uh when she drinks which is which is every day <laughs> um i mean i'm i'm just kind of like maybe questioning if i should even like continue this episode now cuz um I honestly don't know how I even feel about this. Like I mean it's not a pleasant feeling um and 
that that feeling involves not just you know frustration but also like just I'm just worried about her um I think that's the biggest thing uh because I despite despite some of the hardships that we've gone through as daughter mom and sometimes things that sometimes I do to hurt her and sometimes the things that she does to hurt me that hurt me um of course not intentionally but you know that's just with any relationships we just hurt end up hurting people um even without intending to i i'm just worried i despite all the things that we have gone through i still love her to bits and i i just know i just know that she loves me too um and that's why i'm worried cuz it's she drinks every day she drinks every day and it's kind of it's kind of lonely you know when it, it kind of it's this very weird feeling when you start to avoid her when when she's when she's drunk because she turns into a completely different person. It's almost like she turns into a completely different human. Uh, um, and it's, I've had, I've, I went through phases where, you know, when I was kind of studying in the, uh, in the, in, in the UK, uh, I would only call her at certain time of the day or night uh after only after calculating that this would be an acceptable time to call her because she wouldn't she probably won't be drunk and she probably will will not have drunk drunken any alcohol yet so i think this is a good time to call her and like just let her know this is what's going on in my life this is these are some of the concerns that i'm having and i want to consult about this with her because i love her when she's i love her she's she's the loveliest woman when she's sober um and it just sucks that it sucks that she's she isn't she ne she's not necessarily the sweetest person when she when she drinks um and it's 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 been a bit of a tough thing kind of the reason why i'm covering this now and talking about this now is because i only i recently just came back after a, a few months of a long extended stay in LA away from my family and I'm back now in South Korea uh, and I'm back home with my mom and my sister and this is kind of the first time that I'm re-facing having to re-face this little family dynamic that I had 
kind of forgotten about over the past couple of months. And so it's been, yeah, it's been a few weeks since I came back to Korea and um, I'm kind of in the phase of readjusting and to this, to this life of coping and living with my mom and her tendencies. It, I'm, I'm in a, I'm, this is a dilemma because it, this has always been a dilemma um, where I, this is not, it's not something that I want to actively avoid. Um, and growing up, I think the biggest difference is that growing up, I never really had the choice to avoid it because I was, I was young and I never, I didn't have the independence to distance myself from um, her, her, her actions that can be sometimes kind of hurtful, be hurtful when, when she drinks, just, it just had to cope with it. And, and I think this, I just, I've always thought this was just a little responsibility that I had as, as a daughter and I was never mad at it. Um, I mean, of course there were times when I would just like cry and, just have to get over some of the things that she said. And I'm, I'm sure I, I probably have heard her many times too, um, which led her to say some hurtful things back to me. You know, it's it's all just a dynamic. This is not something that uh, is, is, um, is, 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 this isn't something to, to blame um, on just one person. This is a, this is something that comes, this is a chemistry that, that is between, me and my mom um and this is this is a two-way interaction and chemistry but the point is i never really had the option to avoid and the and now i do i have i mean i'm not like the most well-off person i'm not like 100 150% independent i'm not like i'm still very unsure about my career and my life and how I'm gonna like figure out I'm, I'm I still suck ass at like adulting shit um it's, I'm still learning how to drive I'm still like learning how to like have a proper diet I'm still learning how to like get a get a get a proper like how to get a get rent and <laughs> I don't I don't know I'm still learning about that stuff but I've definitely for sure gotten a lot more independent now where I'm, I, I have now the luxury of being able to avoid confronting my mom and her drinking habits. It's just that even when I can, I don't want to for various reasons. Well, the obvious reason, first of all, being that she's my mom and I I never want to neglect her. Um, I mean, obviously, to this, I feel like the obvious kind of social answer that I think my my close ones and my friends or my the people around me that love me and support me are gonna say like, yeah, it's but her problem is not yours, and I and you gotta. 
you gotta you gotta take you gotta put your mental health first before anybody else's even even your mom's but i i, I just can't I, I just can't i can't do that it's i want to be responsible for it because i love her um so yeah that's one reason why i i do I'm I'm recording this and I'm trying to like figure out how I feel about it and how I should go about it. And yes, of course, constantly reminding myself the mantra that I told myself at the beginning of this episode that, you know, it, 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 at the end of the day, this is just one life. This is just nothing really matters. It really doesn't. I'm trying my best. We're all trying our best. And that's that's enough already. Um. That's the first reason I just I just love her and I don't want to neglect it for my own benefit and I want to make it work. And second of all, um, where's my sister? Uh, my sister is st at this position where she's not yet in, uh, has the ability to be independent. Um, she's still very much a student and she still very much relies on not just me, but mom, but our mom. So I, I think loving her as much as I love my mom, I, I, I don't, I, I think it's just not, I don't want her to be the one having to confront all these little problematic, um, stressful situations alone. Because she's she's gonna if I if I leave if I go back to Korea if I not go back if I go back to the states if I go on tour if I go if I go do my own thing somewhere else, um, outside Korea outside away from home she's gonna be the one having to deal with all this thing all these things alone, and it's that's that's not that I can't I can't let that I can't let that be i mean like it's it's i think it's very fortunate be though that she my sister is not <laughs> thank goodness because like she's not much of an overthinker as i am um she would if she would never do a rambling session about this matter <laughs> like i actually i actually am the one always kind of relying on her to consult about this and my mom and my mom and her drinking habits because she her answer is always like dude yeah it's fine but like just if you're stressed just go into your room and play some games or watch some anime or whatever like why are you trying to fix these things why are you like trying to make it work if you can just if you've got your own room you've got like if you just go like go out on a walk like why are you choosing to suffer <laughs> which i think she has a good point um, and she, she's definitely one of those people who, who puts what she says into action and she, she practices what she preaches and she, um, has this superpower. I think it's a superpower personally, the superpower to like not think about things too seriously. And if she feels like I me, mean, obviously she doesn't like her drinking she doesn't like my mom drinking we both are on the same page with that she really does not like it um and she knows exactly what i'm talking about when 
I say she just gets way too oversensitive and overstimulated and just gets a little hard to deal with when she's drunk. She she completely agrees with that, but she's she's one of those people who are like, dude, just get away from her. Just get away. Um But yeah, I just I just know. I just know that there's there's you can't not be stressed out when you're dealing with this alone. Um even being my sister. I just know that. So yeah, these two these two reasons are like kind of the biggest reasons why I'm I can't just neglect this and move on with my life alone. Um I I don't I, I really don't I mean like obviously like I just said I'm not trying to get to some kind of conclusion or some answer uh but i don't know if like talking about this is actually helping me or not uh because I, I i started this recording thinking that it could probably help me like have a little bit of a healthier perspective about this whole thing and um we just realize it's not much of a big deal you know it's okay like you're sometimes uh, you know this this happens when i'm like in the midst of recording an episode of this podcast i would realize damn like i don't need to think too hard about this and i could sometimes snap out of it and like come out of come out of the recording thinking like damn like it really did bring me some perspective um but and i really hope that maybe today that could have the same it could have the same effect but seems like so far it's kind of making me uh feel a little bit more hopeless about the situation and more worried for for my mom and not just her but for myself but also my sister as well um i think one very big relief for me at the very least is that she is a very 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 self-aware person um sometimes she jokes about it but sometimes she would just straight up with a straight face say like i have got a problem with with alcohol and it's not it's not fun and it's it, it takes a toll on my body and my health um and i'm just fully aware that I, I I can't seem to control my intake um, and I'm dependent on it. And she's very, very aware. And I think that's a relief. That's a big relief. And I think it's also a big relief that uh, <laughs> if you haven't noticed, I mean, I don't think I've ever, I so far, thankfully, touch wood, I haven't done anything that made it really <laughs> obvious the fact that I myself have started um, drinking a little bit more recently. Um, especially ever since I got, I, I, I started touring and, you know, um, went to the States and started meeting more people. Um, so far, 
yeah, that's that's kind of the little like big change that has happened uh, in my lifestyle over the past couple of months, over the past year. And I'm open about that too myself. Like we're very we're a very open family, and we're we're always ta- always talking about um, our little issues that we're dealing with, and we always talk it out. And I talk about how I've been drinking a lot. A lot more than I ever have to her, and she doesn't like that. Um, and I think that's kind of almost a relief for me, like how she <laughs> she's concerned for me, and I think that yeah, she's recently I <laughs> I've never uh, drank with my mom until like since I came back from LA a couple weeks ago. Never did. It was I always jokingly said that I'm just kind of like a, a sober friend who will always take her back home safely when she goes, when you go out to like eat and drink. Um, and since I came back from LA, we've started like drinking a little bit together and we've been having a good time. And one night, uh, a couple of days ago, we were drinking together <laughs> at a bar and we were both a little bit tipsy. We were both a little bit in getting into it. And she was, wait, no, that sounds re- weird. Getting into it sounds weird. That's, that's fucking weird. Okay. Take that back. That's weird. No, we're not getting anything. Uh, it, we're not getting anything anywhere. We're just, we're just having a good time. We're just sat there and we're at a bar and we're just talking. That's what we're doing. And <laughs> this is my like English as my second language coming out. It's like I sometimes blurt out phrases that doesn't really make any sense and it's just so out of context. It just sounds good. So I just blurt it out and just comes out in the most wrong way possible. Anyway, we were at a bar and we were kind of drinking and we were both tipsy. Um, so this is usually the point, right, where if I, before if I was sober, I would be like, okay, here we go. This is like – this is probably – um, the point where she's probably going to say some <laughs> shit that's like deep in her mind. Um, I'm going to get ready. Let's go. I'm going to s- brace myself. Uh, on that particular night, I was also quite getting quite um, in like getting quite tipsy myself and getting drunk. And so I was like having a good time. And she says, look, Sue, I... I, I, I love going out and eating out and drinking with you and traveling with you. And I love, I love hanging out with you. And I, I do too. I To that, I said like, oh my God, me too, mom. Me too, of course. In Korean, of course. Um, but after that, she says, but um, I don't want, I, I, I just, don't prefer I would not prefer it I would prefer it if you don't drink as much as I do at the very least because I I myself struggle with um this little tendency this little habit that I can't seem to easily get out of uh, and break free from and I don't want my daughter to go through the same pattern of relying on something on a substance 
Uh, and I think if she, that coming from like the, I think, yes, that, that coming from in any, from my mom in any state would, would have, have a lot of weight for me, but it, it coming from her having, being also like tipsy, a little bit drunk, it was, was a big kind of relief for me because I think, I think the, the big, the, what really, I think, what always has hurt me the most about um, her behavior when she drinks is that she she makes it really she makes it feel like she doesn't really give a shit about me, which I just know for a fact is not true. I just know that she loves me to bits. I just know it. I just know it. I can feel it, and she shows it all the time. But she damn does she make it really hard to believe when she's drunk. Um, the things that she she says, the tone in which she she says things, um, it just makes it really hard for me to think that she really does care and love and loves me. So that coming from her, her saying like, I really don't want my daughter to go through the same struggles that I go through um, as at the state that she was in, like being a little tipsy was like just a great, just an amazing <laughs> relief for me because I just knew that at that moment, like she does still care. And um, she, she, she knows, she's aware of um, the problems and she's, she doesn't want me to kind of maybe form the same habits that that she did she has um i I love mornings. <laughs> I love mornings and and noons in in Korea when I'm spending time with her back home cuz she's so warm. And I I, I get I, I I at some point I started like getting scared when it gets to when the time gets to like three o'clock, four o'clock, I, I get scared. I find myself getting a little bit scared and tense because that's when she starts to drink, usually. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, speaking of which, my sister just came back from working out and uh, my mom, who was sleeping in the other room, just woke up. I can, I can, <laughs> I can hear her, like, <laughs> doing her drunk parent thing. It's just like a just another drunk parent thing where it's like, oh, my daughter, my daughter's bad. Let me kiss you on the cheek. I love you so much. <laughs> I... 
I, I think, I don't know how long I've been recording this episode. Um, I usually want to aim for like 45 minutes to like an hour, but I just thought of something that I think would be a, would be a great way to like wrap up <laughs> this episode. Um, and I just feel like this is an appropriate time to wrap it up. So I'll just say it. Um, I think, I think my mom is <laughs> as fucked up as it sounds and I don't, please, please, I, I really don't want this to like leave some kind of really bad like reputation or like impression of her because I love her and I really don't want to like, I don't know, maybe I, I won't put this episode out just for her sake, just for her safety and protection and her integrity. I, 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 not integrity, but dignity. I'm, I'm always confused between those two words. But just, just to wrap it up, I, I think my mom is the best kind of alcoholic in the world. <laughs> as fucked up as it sounds, she's the best. Um, her, despite some of the challenges, the challenging behaviors and activities and things that she says that sometimes are a little bit hurtful when she drinks, it, it, it really does challenge me. And sometimes it actually has triggered a lot of conversations that has strengthened our relationship thanks to that kind of tendency. And I think the verdict is, I think it is, and this includes me too, when I say this, I think it, it is quite selfish. It would be selfish of people to say to think less of people who are struggling with addiction. And like, obviously, in theory, like, no one I, I don't think has actively like, verbally like, like spoken against people who are struggling with drugs or alcohol or substances. Um, you know, I, I think society is generally, at least on the surface level, <laughs> very accepting. And um, and uh, and and not forgiving. I don't think it's something that's like it's not something that you can like say like that's completely fine. But I think social socially speaking, it's it's a very it's people uh, people are empathetic of people of, of 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 others who are struggling with addiction, and I think that's great. But also. I just know, I, I just know that in a more uh, minuscule basis, it, it can it can actually cause a lot of people's stress and negative perception. Um, like, for instance, like just looking at it in a more like closed up uh standard like my dad is just super duper against 
has always been super duper against my mom or anyone drinking just no alcohol that is a sin and I think people like that people like my dad who just are just just absolutely unforgiving and thinks that addiction or substances usage of substances are something that can be completely like it's just a sin and is it's a vice that turns us turns us into a, a, a fucking evil person and it's it's just it's a sign just because you're using substances that's a sign that you have given into temptation i think that perspective of viewing people who are struggling with these addictions are i think that's a, a fucking ignorant way of viewing um the actual reality of of dealing with these problems i think it is i personally think it is almost like a coping mechanism like an excuse to to just avoid it altogether i'm not saying that i'm better than than my dad or other people who have who live with similar uh, views and opinions but i from as someone who has gone through the thick and thin uh with my mom and my sister not just with substances or uh alcohol or whatever but just through thick and thin of like going through life shit um as someone who's gone through all that i think it's just a coping mechanism and, and an excuse to say to excuse to just like avoid the stress um like just to dismissively say like that's a sin and this person has given into temptation and this person is a sinner and an evil person and a bad person who is not a great influence or of any good use to society and therefore we must <laughs> avoid these people at all costs that was an, a, a, like a genuine <laughs> thing that he has always kind of spoken very actively and passionately about um kind of justifying his behavior of avoiding his relationship avoiding any sort of drama and confrontation or just effort uh to to strengthen his relationship with his with his daughters or his ex-wife i i see it i ju i just know it i i just see it as that way because i've gone through a lot more than he did um interacting with substances and the user of substances um around me namely being my mom namely my mom um so i think i think yeah 
<laughs> yeah, I think that's it. That's that's it. It's obviously like addiction is never a good thing. It just it it can ruin people's lives. It can cause deaths. It can be it can ruin things. It can ruin life. It can ruin relationships. It can ruin a lot of things. But I also just know that having having dealt and currently dealing with kind of forming my drinking habits myself it's not something that like it's just part of being a human person it's just there's no right or or wrong and it's hard nothing really has changed since the beginning of this episode like i will still like finish recording this and get out of my room and i will still have to face the same things that that has like that triggered me to record this in the first place you know like i'm still going to have to deal with the the behaviors that of of my mom when she drinks i'm going to have to deal with the same things but i think i yeah that's my perspective that's my little like little little newly updated perspective it's just part of being a human it's it's like alcohol or drugs or marijuana or like whatever is it's not it's just something that is like just tempts us so much and it, it works sometimes and that's like shit happens in life. I think we all want to be best versions of ourselves. We all want to, in, in fear, like in our heads, we all want to be that. Like, no, I, I've never met someone who was like, damn, I really fucking wanted to be addicted to marijuana. Like, I really fucking wanted to get, uh, become an alcoholic. I've never met anyone like that. I think we all just want to be best versions. Like that's that's just our human nature. We want to live a healthy life. We want to have healthy relationships. We want to have healthy lifestyle. We want to work out. We want to have great relationships. We want all of these things. Nobody not wants these things ever, including my mom, myself, my dad, my sister. No one. No one. We all want to live a good life. It's It's just shit happens your husband has an affair fucking initiates a lawsuit that spans over a decade an ugly ass mud fight it's it's yeah we're gonna need some coping mechanisms and I don't care. I don't care if people have given up, given into temptation. Because I just know, having seen, like, I don't have a, a great deal of experience dealing with people addicted with anything. But having seen my mom, I know that just because you've given into temptation, just because you sometimes have to rely on little vices that 
life is just offers life just offers to like cope with things doesn't mean that you don't want to get better doesn't mean that you're complacent doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you don't no longer care about the people that you love and you care about we're trying we're all trying it's just hard to try sometimes for some people um <laughs> I'm glad that I came to this little conclusion because I think that's it that's like I want to have compassion we've uh <laughs> moms go through a lot my dad has two probably like we go through a lot as humans i don't care if you're fucking kim kardashian i don't care if you're donald trump i mean like yeah you can do some stupid shit some really dumbass shit that can actually affect a thousands of lives that's okay maybe not donald trump i don't know <laughs> like actually don't know actually i take that back but it's just <laughs> what i'm trying to say is we're it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what life circumstances you're in. We're all struggling and in our own ways. And just because you're not struggling with the same things that another person's struggling with, like, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Like, just because... I don't have a like a drinking problem and I see drinking not as a great way of coping with life problems doesn't mean that it it can just it doesn't mean that it, it's it's a bad thing I mean I don't know I thought I was getting to something <laughs> um I just, yeah, I think just going back to a more personal level, I think, you know, I, I okay, not gonna lie, I think my my brain was kind of shocked in a little bit, like, a little bit, like, fuck, okay, that's not, I don't think I mean that, because <laughs> I don't think I have any compassion for Donald Trump right now, uh, or, like, I don't know, I don't think, I don't, I don't think I have any, com actually, yeah, I'm gonna be upfront, you know what, I don't have any compassion for Donald Trump, or <laughs> I don't have any compassion for Kim Kardashian, because I don't know them. But, but one thing that I know for sure, going back to a more personal level, um, I think what I, all I wanted was to just have a more sensible com com compassion for my mom. Because sometimes it do be hard. It do be. Um, it's hard to... Be understanding and compassionate when um, when you're kind of like yelled at for like no reason. It's it's hard to be compassionate when you're scrutinized for like saying <laughs> saying a word. Like I think I swore by accident in front of her yesterday, and like. She was just like, she got really mad at me, um, yelled at me and shit. And like, 
because um, it just do be when she just overreacts a lot when she's when she when she drinks um really overreacts a lot um she just kind of like yelled at me in the middle of the restaurant but all I'm saying is it's just really hard to be compassionate when when your loved ones are just mean sometimes they can be mean you know like I'm mean to my sister sometimes I'm selfish I'm mean I'm I'm a terrible person to other my loved ones because I'm comfortable with them but that doesn't mean I don't I don't love them and I'm sure that's that's how she feels as well um and I think that's all I needed to like realize today and I did um we're all we're all going through struggles and we all have our little vices doesn't have to be you know standard traditional vices like sex or food or alcohol or drugs it could be toxic relationships. It can be manipulation. It can be overworking to a point of a of burnout. It can be, we can have all sorts of different vices and I think we all do. I think it would be a very ignorant thing to say if, if one thinks that they don't have a single vice or a coping mechanism for life. Sure, I'm like super jealous of people who have very healthy coping mechanisms. But even those people. Like we all have little things that we're dealing with. We all have little problems. Um, And just realizing that we all... Individ as individuals live with our own problems and our own ways of dealing with these problems, just realizing that fact, I think, is enough to just have some compassion for your mom, my mom, and your friends, and your family, and your husband, or your wife. Um, I'm proud. I'm not like talking, look, maybe I am. I'm not talking shit about my dad, but maybe I am. But I'm proud. I'm fucking proud of me, my sister, and my mom for being the tight-ass three musketeers. Us as a family having gone through the shit that we've gone through together. Because... My dad was like, fuck this. I'm out of here. I can't deal with this shit. I, I, I can't be compassionate. Because you guys are sinners. I'm not going to try. Because I don't have to. <laughs> no, bitch. <laughs> You're just lazy. You're just avoiding this. You just want the easy route. And there is no easy route to developing... A great-ass relationship with someone. Doesn't matter if your family or your friends or your husband or your wife. Doesn't matter. Your mom or your, it doesn't matter. Every dynamic of a relationship requires 
a struggle. And by trying to like make things work and make things better a bit by bit, that's how we build our calluses as as loved as close ones and loved ones and how we have an actual bond. Like bonds don't happen. I don't think bonds can happen without without little struggles, without little complications and confrontations and compassion. And I'm so fucking proud of all of us, me, my little sister, and my mom, for making it work, trying to make it work, and continuously trying to make it work. We're still in the process of it. Um... But we're getting better at it because we've gone through that much together. I think that's why I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually like, I feel like I'm able to face it. I don't, I don't want to avoid it. I don't need to avoid it. I don't want to because I, I love them. And I know for a fact I'm going to spend the rest of my life, however much I've le- I've got left, however much any of us got left, I want to I want to I want to be with them. I want to call them my family. So yeah. Cheers to us. Cheers to us all, all of us, um, all of the addicts. I. It's hard. It's hard to live with it. Um, it's hard to live with an addiction and all these things always like trying to like lure us into, hey, this is great. This will help you forget about your life problems. It doesn't matter if you're like turn into a little bit of a terrible person when you do this and that. It'll make you feel good. Like cheers to us all for always having to like live with that little shit that like life has to offer us all the all the guilty pleasures um cheers to the people trying to always take little baby steps and um always always trying hard to just get that much just get that much closer to um, on that road of recovery or finding a, a healthier way of coping with things. We're all trying. It's not just me. My sister's trying. My mom's trying. I just know that. I see it. Yeah, we slip sometime, but it's okay. We'll get through it. Yeah. <laughs> um... Well, thank you guys for listening to yet another uh, random ass <laughs> ramble. Um, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye bye. Ciao, ciao.